G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, in recent days, we've been talking about the huge challenges for persecuted Christians in various nations around the world and for some context, the most dangerous place to follow Jesus in the world today is in the nation of North Korea. For many years, North Korea has topped the world watch list of open doors as the worst persecutor of Christians. In fact, estimates are somewhere between 50 and 70,000 Christians kept in labor camps. Possessing a Bible can have drastic consequences for individuals and entire families, including public execution. Let's get some more insights into things in North Korea. Murray Noble is a researcher with Open Doors, specializes in all of these sorts of things. Murray, uh, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me. Murray, to follow Jesus in North Korea, that can be a death sentence, and Open Doors follows these things very carefully. No doubt you've got to tread very sensitively wherever you've got involvement. We absolutely do. Uh, North Korea, as I'm sure most of us know, is one of the hardest countries to be a Christian, and it's it's to such an extent that we don't even have any local staff in the country because it's such a dangerous country. Uh, But we do support Christians who are North Korean, because there is a church and there are people there loving God and pursuing faith in Jesus Christ. How long has North Korea been at the top of the world watch list? North Korea has been there for 19 years. 2002 was the first year that North Korea topped the list, and since then they've maintained that number one spot. In more recent times, other countries have grown close to North Korea, but not because of a decrease in persecution within North Korea, but rather increase in persecution in other countries like Somalia and Afghanistan. Murray, people in North Korea who identify as Christian or for whatever reason they've been corralled, they've been rounded up, they've been discovered, say in the possession of a Bible, uh, they're kept in labour camps. I mentioned some significant numbers in our introduction, uh, but they're considered to be political prisoners. How does that work for Christians in North Korea? It's very, it's very tough, Neil. It's very tough for Christians in North Korea. Uh, the numbers you mentioned were correct, those 50 to 70,000 of a population we estimate of around 300,000 Christians. So in one-fifth, one-sixth of your church are in labor camps. It does make it very hard to share the gospel. But what we found is that these labor camps have become a growing ground for Christians. A seed has been planted in these labor camps amongst hardships for believers to share the gospel with their fellow political prisoners who are not Christian. Uh, but we do also see in these political camps and these labor camps, it's very rare for a Christian to leave the camp alive. So rare to leave the camp alive, you're saying. And uh, so this idea of being in the labor camp, but potentially even being killed in the labor camp uh, or being allowed to die. I mean, what sort of information do you get filtering out of North Korea with regards to the, the tough circumstances in those labor camps? Well, it is very limited. Obviously, there are strict restrictions around North Korean information uh, that we're able to gather. 
but I'll quickly share a story from one woman who did escape a camp and is now living in South Korea. Her name's Hei Wu. Uh, and like most North Korean Christians, she became a Christian when she escaped to China in search of a better life and better wages. And after a number of years in China, was discovered by the police and sent back to North Korea. Uh, but with her came her Christian faith, and so she was placed in a political labor camp. Uh, and that is where she was able to share her faith. She actually built a ministry in the labor camp. Uh, and at age 70, 72, she was able to escape the labor camp and head down to South Korea, where she's able to worship Jesus now. So people like that, these amazing stories of sharing the gospel and then Christ delivering them from these terrible camps bring us these stories from North Korea. Murray, some people will have the question on their lips, why is it that Christians are so dangerous to the totalitarian regime in North Korea? Uh, We mentioned that they're detained as political prisoners, but uh, this message of the kingdom of God versus totalitarian dictatorship, uh, there's something threatening, isn't there, about Christianity? Absolutely. What we characterize it as at Open Doors is dictatorial paranoia. That's to say, the dictator is paranoid that there is another being that could be worshipped. And so when Christians say there is only one God and that God is Jesus Christ, that's an attack on their authority and an attack on the political spectrum of the country. And so that is a political threat that they see needing to be stamped out in the country. And, of course, that's called Juche, isn't it, uh, where the uh, the leader, in this case, Kim Jong-un, is uh, in a position where he's to be worshipped by the people. And uh, that God-likeness uh, is the thing that is under threat when you have the kingdom of God present. Uh, what do you, how do you understand the, the way that the regime works that system to actually control the people? Well, it's very interesting. The origins of this oppression of Christianity started when the family came to power nearly 60 years ago because the major opponents of the family were Christians. And so there's already this deeply rooted opposition to any form of Christianity purely from a political standpoint that's now become an ideological standpoint. Uh, And so in seeing this political challenge from any sort of Christian or other belief means the family has to shut it down because we do know that God can work miracles. And I think, honestly, there's a fear that if there's any root of Christianity that's able to send down roots and grow up in this country, that there may be a threat to the power that's been going on for nearly 60 years now. Murray, you do wonderful work at Open Doors. Uh, It's undisputed. Open Doors does fabulous things for people who are in persecuted situations around the world. It must be one of the tougher nations to work in, North Korea, because... You do find creative ways of getting into and helping those underground churches, those secret gatherings of believers. Uh, but no doubt that's a that's walking a very fine line too, and uh, sometimes things go wrong. But but that's what you're always continuing to to try and exploit the opportunities to get support into those churches. Absolutely, Neil. At Open Doors, we want to go to the darkest places first, uh, and North Korea is definitely one of the darkest places right now for faith. Uh, obviously there's limitations about what I can say on the work we do in there, but we, we do supply persecuted believers with emergency relief aid, whether that be food, medicine, or clothes, uh, and distribute books and Christian materials as best as we can. Probably one of my favorite things that we do is during Christmas time, we do a radio broadcast from South Korea into North Korea, so underground believers are able to listen in and hear a message of Jesus at Christmas time. 
Um, and then a big part of our ministry to North Korea is also helping those who have escaped, whether it's to China or South Korea, by setting them up, putting them into a church community and providing them with anything they might need from materials to trauma counselling and something like that. On our own, we don't have much of a hope of being an effective support to Christians who are behind the borders in North Korea. So we really need to rely on outfits like Open Doors, uh, who've got ways of getting in that support uh, to the people who really need it the most. How do you think, uh, listeners to our conversation today, how would you like them to respond by way of being a part of making that support even more effective? The reality is, Neil, that nothing in this world happens without God's support and God's uh, people coming together to support the persecuted church. So first of all, I'd say pray. Pray for the Church of North Korea. Pray for the workers of Open Doors who are working in these really harsh conditions and dangerous countries, that God will give them provision and strengthen them in their faith. And then if there are supporters out there that have the financial capabilities, we run appeals. Right now we have an appeal to North Korea happening And if you have the financial capability to support the work that we do in North Korea and other persecuted countries, uh, we'd be incredibly appreciative of your support. Well, Murray, I'll point people to the Open Doors website uh, because that's where you can access the World Watch List and you can see what other nations are on the top 50 nations in the world that are persecutors of Christian believers. But at the top of the list, you'll see North Korea and no doubt uh, you'll be able to very easily there access uh, some information about North Korea and just how significant the situation is uh, that uh, you're up against as you try to support those persecuted believers. The Open Doors website is opendoors.org.au. Opendoors.org.au. And uh, you might like to access prayer points or you might like to give a gift and become an ongoing partner in support of Christians who are persecuted in North Korea. Murray Noble is a researcher with Open Doors. Murray, Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.